it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no before we begin if you like what you hear on mile high report radio podcast don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now it's time to get to work. Well, Ian, this is our 268th podcast episode. Not a not a crazy number. I mean, it's it's a pretty high number, but not like a special number. We're not going to do a special show. But I feel like it's the 267th time we've done this particular show where we talk about the things that we are about to talk about because that's how long it feels like we have been in the doldrums of this Denver Broncos malaise. I, I don't know what else to call it. Not mayonnaise, malaise. And it is, and it tastes like mayonnaise. That's 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 a good comparison as well. It's just insane to me that the Broncos won a Super Bowl in 2015, and here we are in 2020, and it feels like two lifetimes ago and on a different planet. I just wish we would have started our podcast a little bit sooner, because <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like everything we're going to say, you could just pick out any episode from the last five years. And we will have said the exact same shit. Pardon my French, but... You just got me in trouble with my niece. This is just getting old. It's just... I I think Brandon Brandon said it best, where he said, I am one of the biggest and staunchest Broncos supporters, but this is just... 
it, it's starting to just numb everyone that it's just okay and it's just acceptable and i i didn't want to get into this at the top but i really do feel like it's because there is no one at the top there is literally no owner to hold people accountable to say this isn't acceptable instead of just cashing paychecks i mean i I, i'm really at my wits end about this because there is a comment in my winners and losers that basically sums denver up Nothing says Denver like a third-string quarterback controversy. That's where we are. We're debating if the Broncos should play Blake Bortles or Brett Rippon. Because Jeff Driscoll couldn't handle it. I mean, that's where we are. I mean, that's just over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And over again. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That that last one was what was what did it too. You know, and I think the other frustrating part about this for most people, at least for me in particular, and you might feel the same way. Look, we predicted this loss. I predicted a, a big loss. You predicted a big loss. I predicted a Although big day for. I did. I did put on my orange and blue goggles, and despite my better judgment, thought that they would be able to capture what they did in the second half against Pittsburgh, not realizing that there's a reason Jeff Driscoll is a backup quarterback. Jeff Driscoll is Jeff Driscoll because he's Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll. I mean, there's there's and really I, no other way oh, to say that. I should have stuck with my guns and said that it was going to be a blowout. I allowed my fandom to you did delude what eventually happened. It's not going to happen anymore. By the way, why? Well, I mean, how could it now at, at zero and three? That, you know, and and it's funny because we we were on with Evan Winter and uh, Bailey, and I I feel bad I forget Bailey's last name uh, doing their 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 Bucks show, and I predicted a big game for Shaq Barrett just because he was going up against Elijah Wilkinson, and Shaq Barrett delivered and had a big game because he was going up against Elijah Wilkinson. And I would say the best moment though came when he trolled Bradley Chubb. I oh. will say that that celebration that Chubb does and Shaq Barrett did it. Yeah, no, it was perfect. It was, it was, trolling. it was just as much trolling Chubb as it was John Elway and the, and the management who decided to go with Chubb instead of believing in Shaq Barrett. And we could go round and round and round to do hindsight and all that. stuff. I don't think that's fair to do. I think every other GM in, in the league would have done the same exact thing that John Elway did there because that was the smart play at the time. You're you're banking on what what you have potentially in the future, and it has turned out poorly to say the least. Hopefully that I, there's still time on Chubb. You know, you just gotta just gotta take a little time with Chubb, and I think eventually Chubb will rise to the occasion, and and it'll be fine. But it's gonna take some time, I, I guess. I don't know. I I, I we just we can't. See, even our Chubb jokes. Ah, just don't. I don't feel it. I don't feel Although- it. We, we did get something that we haven't heard on a broadcast before because he hasn't been on the field, but got hammered. Oh, is, we did get a, we did get a hammered, butt. that is true. Uh, and you know, that's I'm where we to, are. I, it's, seriously. I'm, I'm like, but this is, we expected it. We predicted it. We talked about how it was going to happen. And even still it, it just, it, it pisses me off. I'm still angry about it and I'm angry about it because it's not, it's, it's not where I want to be on Sundays. And I, I tweeted out 
today during the game. Uh, any of my Browns uh, fans, friends out there know where I can get uh, some large paper bags because I can't <laughs> because I got to wear it over my head because I, 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 I can't even claim this team. And I just don't even know at this point. I guess, I guess, right, should we say the Broncos lost 28 to 10? Just so everybody knows, Broncos lost 28 to 10 to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who now has not a losing record at mile high, which is disappointing. Well, uh, he still does. He's five and seven. Is that how that counts? All time, he's even. He's nine and nine now. There, there you go. So not a losing record against the Broncos, but five and seven at, at mile high. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Okay. Oh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> just fine. I, I, I don't even care. I've lost my train of thought here. That's how that's how frustrated I am with this. We just it doesn't even matter moving forward. Does any of it matter, or is this season just a wash already? And I think that's kind of where I'm at. And I don't like to be there because I know that they played three playoff contending teams to start the season. I think Tampa Bay actually is a a playoff contender in the NFC South just because. They have a ton of talent. I think they can be really, really good. Pittsburgh is one of those teams that's a Super Bowl contender, if you ask a lot of people. Tennessee went all the way to the AFC Championship game in 2019. I mean, there's it, it's a bit of a gauntlet, I guess, but it was like they were a no-show through the first three weeks of the season, except for at the end of games when they would fight, which we enjoyed, but it didn't matter because they still lost, so it didn't matter. It really is amazing to see the, the the move from kicking and screaming to just even wanting to see some some form of kicking and screaming. Like, even if it doesn't result in a win, just kick and scream something. And as to your question of does it even matter, and Joe Rolls before the Tampa game, we did a roundtable on are the Broncos dead in the water? And we both pretty much had the exact same phrase. And I stole a quote from Peter LaFleur from Dodgeball. And this is how I watch the game. And it's how I will until the Broncos get a quarterback. I found that if you have a goal, that you might not reach it. But if you don't have one, then you're never disappointed. And I got to tell you, it feels phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, that's, how I, that's why I'm not as upset as I typically would be after a, a, a game and a performance like that. Because I really don't have any expectations anymore. I, I, I mean, it, it's come to that point that a Broncos fan who grew up with Pat Bowen who expected to win Super Bowls every year, and if the team didn't, it was a failure, has now succumbed to the fact that I can't have expectations about this team at all. Yeah, it ruins your weekend. It really does. And, it, and it's one of those things where – you know, you talk about kicking and screaming. I don't know about screaming, but there was so much kicking in this game that I thought a soccer game was going to break out. I thought that well they were going to bust out some goals and and they were going to, you know, maybe Chris, you know, not Chris Godwin because he injured himself. Maybe Mike Evans would play goalie for the Buccaneers and you could put uh, Tim Patrick in goal for the Broncos and then just play soccer because it, it, it was about as exciting as watching a soccer match. And I know our friends across the pond will yell at us about Soccer and I enjoy soccer, but it's still not as exciting as watching a, a, a real American football game. That's what that's what it turned into. I mean, eleven punts in this game: six by the Broncos, five by the Bucks. There were field goals. There were there was a safety that resulted in a free kick. I, I mean, they the Broncos I think may have kicked the ball more than they did anything else 
in the entire game other than suck. And it, and, and it just sucked for the rest of us. I, I think that's the only other way to say that. I mean, after that block punt, I literally told you I'd already lost interest. Because <laughs> there was literally no way they were going to come back. When you have a special teams gaffe that early in the game, yeah, it's not. Can we talk about the special teams? And we how, need to stop I, calling them special. We well, need to just start calling them teams. Can we talk about the teams, the, the, the bad teams? They're all bad, though, so that's part of the problem. Can we talk about Tom McMahon and how this guy still has a job? Who, what, what photographs does he have of John Elway or, or, or Joe Fangio. Ellis or Vic Fangio or whoever, whoever he has is, is blackmailing to still have a job as what I think is maybe the worst special teams coach in the history of the franchise. A- am I wrong? Am I overreacting? They have been bad on special teams for as, as long as I can remember at this point. And he's been the guy who's coaching special teams since as long as I, how is he still the coach of the special teams unit? How he is the, he's the Rick Dennison of special teams coordinators. No. Cause I know what Tom McMahon does. I never really knew what Rick Dennison did, but whatever it was that he did, he was bad at it with Tom McMahon. I know exactly what he does and it's, he screws up the special teams and he's terrible at his job and he needs to be fired. He needs to be fired immediately I actually think that would be a move that would at least show the fan base. And I just talked myself into this here and had no idea I was going to say it, but here we go. This would at least show the fan base that John Elway and Joe Ellis and the management and Vic Fangio understand that somebody has to be held accountable for the awfulness that they keep putting out on the field. And so you need a fall guy. Here's your fall guy. Fire Tom McMahon. It will be doing, it will make everybody happy. Will it fix anything? No, but will it make me smile? Yes, and I would love it if my Denver Broncos would make me smile once this month. I mentioned it in the winners and losers. When Fangio decided to keep him around, it was perplexing. The fact that he's still here is even more confounding. I just, I don't, I don't understand it. And it may not need to happen this week since they play on Thursday against the Jets. But after that game, because you know they're going to suck against the Jets, then they can fire him. I I mean, it's just even going against the Jets, this is how bad it is. So the Superbook, which hasn't launched its sportsbook app in Colorado yet, it, it will happen soon. But when I talked to Jay Carnegie for a story last week about what the sports books think of the injuries, Jay told me that they go on a week to week basis because they want to see what the team looks like. Before the game. The Superbook had the Broncos as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jets on Thursday night. After this game against Tampa, they've moved them to a a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Mm, That's not... That's how far the line moved because of this game, at least at the Superbook. You you know, but it doesn't surprise me in any way. What have have you seen from this team that makes you think that they're going to be any good? I... I mean, I, I I pulled up the stats just now. I thought, okay, i got to find something good to talk about, right? I Shelby got, Harris. I, I, I can talk about Shelby Harris, who is a stud. But he's the only stud on the line. And when I talk about Shelby Harris, I get angry about Jarrell Casey being, being as bad as he's been, knowing that it seems right now like the Titans are the ones who made out on that trade and, and all they got was a seventh-round pick. So I get frustrated 
because Shelby Harris is doing well, but Jarrell Casey is not. I mean, you, you get where I'm going with that. And, and so then I bounce over to, to the offensive side of the ball. You know, Jerry Judy had five catches for 55 yards. I guess that's okay. Noah Fant had an okay day, five catches for 46 yards on not 10 targets. On 10 targets. Now I'm not as happy anymore. Tim Patrick, though, four catches on four targets for 43 yards and a touchdown. Okay, you know, you know, I'm trying to find my happy place, and it's it's hard to find. It is hard to find right now. That's just that's just the way it is. So you got to take Peter Lafleur's advice. Yeah, have no expectations. Yeah, I got to get rid of my expectations. I, I I guess here's the other thing I will say about all that. My expectations are at this point that I would just like to see them play well. I, I don't expect winning. I expect losing. So at least, I mean, at least they're meeting those expectations, but I also expect to feel like they're in the game. If, if nothing else against the Titans and the Steelers, they were in the game. I wasn't angry about those losses. Like I am this one because they were at least in the game. They, they weren't in this game. There was never a point in this game where I thought, Hey, they've got a shot here. Not, not once, not once did I feel like that. So that's where I, and, and this is a home game in front of a home crowd which had Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans in it when there was only like 18 people in the stands. I don't get that, but that's that's a Broncos country thing that I think points to the fact that people are upset, people are angry, they're not enjoying it. Got it's just <laughs> I don't know. I just keep I just keep frustrating myself. Well, I'm going to make you for, more frustrated oh, because as you said wait. before we started recording, there are, two, there are two things that define this team and show you how bad the Broncos are. Defining that they are a bad football team. There were five points scored in the second half total. A safety and a field goal by Tampa Bay. Like, they didn't even need to play Tom Brady in the second half. I, I think they didn't want to. And a field goal. Yep. That is... That's a bad football team. Yeah, well, I and, said it. Yeah, I said it before we started recording. When you give up a blocked punt and a safety in the same game, you're you're a bad football team. That's just the way it is. And now we're on to Thursday night. Hey, at least it's on Thursday night, and we don't have to wait until Sunday. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at MileHighReport.com. And as always. Go Broncos! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.